had a couple of like I went to LA to do some sessions and I went to Canada to do some sessions and then um New York is um yeah we're kind of trying to talk more about the the EP that I just released and just trying to do a bit of promo for it. This is all really fresh for you. I mean this is kind of your first time what your first rodeo as they say. Yeah, it is. It is. It's really it's new. It's, it's an amazing like amazing experience but yeah it's all very like fresh like um yeah but it's nice it's, it's it's nice to put out some music that i've been working on for a little while and kind of just see what the what the world kind of thinks of it so yeah it's cool i'm curious because usually when i talk to people that you've been doing this for a while um mm. like i love i love talking of doing interviews with older artists you know who are maybe kind of on the other side of that it's interesting to get your perspective again as somebody who's really going through this for the first time are you in a place where you feel comfortable putting your music under a microscope and and talking people through it yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the whole um I I I love to hear other people's like perceptions of of the music before I even tell them what the song was actually about because I find that I find that really intriguing and really exciting when people tell me what the song means to them. I'm more for like sharing the stories of the songs and what they're about and 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 it's what it's about. Like, it's the reason why I do music is kind of expose stories and 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 share and, and connect so do you prompt people or do you find that people want to tell you what they think the songs are about people just i guess want to tell me <laughs> but it's 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 good I, I i love to hear it it's always interesting to hear the stories and or what the song means to them on a on a personal level and yeah i love it i love it have you gotten any weird feedback anything that was just felt completely off to you no i think to be honest most lately regards to this ep it's all been quite it's been quite spot on. It's just been interesting, like with certain songs like Blue River, like I had my own idea of what it was about, but I wasn't sure if anybody else would would know what it's about. If they'll think it's just about a relationship. But actually like when I got like like DMs on Instagram, a lot of people kind of related to it and got it like straight away, which was for me like really rewarding and cool and also just made me just realize the song done its purpose because it was there always to connect and, and talk about something on a on such a personal level and to know that it's actually like connected with people it's done its job it's done you know and and i'm which makes me really really happy what is that subject that's kind of beyond relationships i wanted i wrote blue river was is about depression Mm. and i wanted to make the song be about seeing depression as a as a well seeing it as a relationship and seeing it as actual like a person that you're trying to you know this person is no good for you you know they're always bringing you down always leading you astray but yet you can't get away from them mm. even the title was blue river which i didn't even know but when i wrote the song a, a friend of mine who did suffer from depression said to me like the title also caused her caused her effect because she said when she was getting counseling they asked her how does it feel to be depressed and she said it's like being in the ocean and being the only one in a massive ocean so she said the title before she even heard the song she kind of knew what it was going to be about because of the title called blue river so that was also quite interesting but um but yeah, that was the kind of aim of Blue River to kind of make into a relationship and to kind of and to, to go on that journey of talking about how it's just making you feel internally. That's interesting. I think I think Churchill called it his black dog of depression. Oh, wow. Where, how did you settle on that metaphor? That's wow. That's dark. Um, blue River on the base of it, obviously blue. Blue. It has as a, blue. A feeling blue. Yeah. Depression. You know, it isn't necessarily a, a negative metaphor. No, no, no. I guess, yeah, I guess it could be termed in, 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 in yeah, positive and negative. How did you settle on that as a descriptor for what you were feeling? 
I think for me, I kind of, when I wrote, it was more on the perspective of like, like really close friends. And I, you were trying to tell their story, trying to tell the story and also just trying to, to talk about, I guess we all sometimes just feel a bit low. So I was trying to use that perspective also using when I felt really low and I just wanted it to sound, the aim was just to make it to sound really like a relationship mm. and really, really personal, really like you want to stay away, but you, it's just keep pulling you back in. Depression is interesting because I, you know, I thought I had experienced it before, but you know, a mm. couple of years ago, I think I got to a point where it was really, I was like, oh, this is it. In the same way that you get these ideas of what love is and mm. you, you know, you, you have your first relationship, you're yeah, like, oh, I experienced yeah. it. And then you actually experience it like, you know, this, like, is, yeah. this is a lot deeper. Do, yeah. do you feel like you've, have experienced depression on that level i think i've had times of feeling low sure. i don't think i've i've experienced to that to that level hopefully i won't experience it yeah. to that level but i i haven't i've had a lot of friends and, and family that have gone through it so yeah seen it first and also the thing is i think with depression you can't it's not something that ever goes away you just learn to kind of live with it and, mm -hmm. and cope and find ways of coping with um with that feeling it's a good metaphor from the standpoint of, I think the difference between suffering depression and being depressed is when you mm. are just depressed, you, you can, you can see a way out. Yeah. There's a causal relationship where you can kind of point to something you're like, Oh, you know, definitely, my like definitely. boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with me or lost my job. Yeah. But depression is much more intangible. And that's why mm. the water metaphor, I think is a really good one. I've had this happen too, where I've, I put something down on paper and somebody's explained it to me and I'm like, Oh, you found, I don't know, maybe subconsciously, hmm. you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe I had some seeds. I kind of knew what I was doing. Yeah, You yeah, found yeah. much deeper meaning in that than I actually knew I was. Yeah. Out. I mean, I, I always kind of knew what I wanted it to be about. I kind of knew as soon as I heard, as soon as I wrote that, the, I wrote down Blue River, like maybe two weeks ago before mm -hmm. I actually wrote the song. It just came into my head, Blue River. You wrote I, the phrase. Yeah, the phrase Blue River. And I just, I didn't know what. I just, cause sometimes I just, ideas come into my head or I see something on a book or when I'm on the street or on the bus and I just write it down in my little, my little mm -hmm. pad. And I went into the session and the, the guy I was working with was just playing guitar and I just started singing Blue River. And then we was just like, what does this mean? And then I had to just, I, I, I like to always take a bit of a step back before I start beginning to write just so I can get a, a story. And then I just thought this Blue River and I just thought about, it should be, you know, the chords just made it just made it sound like it's a journey, and I just thought it would be great to kind of the idea was just to talk about somebody that's depressed and they can't, but seeing it as a relationship, and just do it as that, and and then it just kind of yeah, just the lyrics just kind of wrote itself really after that. So, Is yeah. that pretty standard as far as your songwriting? To be honest, it always changes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I found it easier to to always write the title first and have the story of the song and then begin to write the lyrics and stuff. You, you sort of walk around and something catches your ear, something like that. Yeah. Or, or just if I'm watching a movie or yeah. it, it's, it's come from like so many different things, to be honest. Sometimes somebody said something to me and then I'll be like, Oh, and I'll just pause and then I'll just get my <laughs> phone and I'll just write it in my phone. So it, all, it, it always is it's, it's different a lot of the time. Sometimes it's from an experience I've had and it's just, it's just struck a chord with me and I can't shake it. So I just end up going to my piano and just start just finding melodies. So it's always, there's always, 
every song that I've written probably has been different. But lately, I've just kept a book. So the rice, because I started writing little things in my phone, but I always, there's not that connection sometimes. I like to have a, a exactly like having a, a paper and a pen. It doesn't really get done that much anymore. Yeah. But there's something about writing it that just, I don't know, it just feels a bit more more warm and more homely. And, and, and for some reason, more ideas come to my head than me doing it on a on a phone, which is really weird. I don't know why that is. No, it's funny you say that. As you said that, I, I held up this little notebook I have in front of me, and this is something I started doing recently yeah. because I realized that if I'm talking to you and I pull my phone out and start typing on it, yeah. it's like the height of rudeness, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if I pull this notebook out, you don't and know what I'm writing, writing. But, it do, but it does feel like I'm sort of still kind of I'm paying engaged, attention, right? Yeah, yeah of exactly. course. Like, it's so like true. taking notes. That's so true. Is the act of writing in the studio in that way, is that something that's pretty standard for you? No, usually, to be honest, I find it really hard to write in the mm. studio because I guess a lot of the songs, a lot of the things I want to talk about is really personal. So I find it kind of hard to kind of meet somebody sometimes and be like, okay, like pour out your soul. And I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't know you. <laughs> I want to tell you my life. So it, it's kind of, I've, I've, I had to kind of learn to kind of do that more. And I'm also quite quiet at times. So sometimes if I don't know someone, it's very hard for me to start opening up and talking about things I've gone through. So I used to always just write at home in my room on my, on my little cheap keyboard that, I, mm-hmm. that was given to me from my school. I would usually just write there and then take that to the producer. And then we'll just kind of flesh it out a bit and just make it sound like a, a proper song and, and get it to a finished stage. This idea of not being able to open up is, is interesting. And this is something that I think is like, touched on in your press materials and that you've Mm, talked about in interviews before is that you feel like there's almost a cultural block for you as far as being Mm. able to express emotions as a black man that you're just you're not necessarily allowed to do that it's not i think i think it's just quite a, a, a um it's quite a stereotype thing and i think i think as men in general yeah we it's not really it's not really seen as normal for us to really share our emotions and and like a man talking to another man and talking about how they felt it's 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 not really seen as a normal thing and i think for me growing up in the black community i think more so more so there mm. so i'm not really that type of person like if i'm going through something i'm going to tell my friends yeah. if, if i'm feeling a way i'm going to share i'm not i'm not afraid to to share that emotion and i think i wanted the music to do that and also just to make it be just to make it like I wanted to make people feel like it's okay to to feel that way and it's and and it's okay to to be scared or to be upset or to even cry like like there's nothing wrong with crying and it, and it's seen as weakness and it's not a weakness and I wanted the the EP and and the project and also just most of my songs to kind of just really go into to expose and to be as, as emotional as, and as honest and as raw as, as, as possible. You would have to be, I think, to some degree, a reasonably emotional person in order to have that to tap into. Yeah, yeah. It was more an issue of sharing that with strangers. That was the big... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think a lot of people are quite emotional, but I think sure. sometimes they just don't want to show it, yeah. I guess. And even myself included. I mean, sometimes when I find out the certain songs, I don't even want to let people hear them yet because i'm a bit i get a bit scared i'll be like should i put this song out because mm. it's i'm really exposing myself here but um i just feel in like this climate is just kind of needed and i kind of just want to 
I just really feel like I wanted to do that and just talk about them sort of things more and just and just bear bear my soul a bit, I guess. Do you feel, as you said, in the current climate that we're more shut down than we've been in the past? I think it's solely I think it's beginning to change, but I think there's still there's for me like what I see there's still a divide between the men and women. Like women are very able to like share how they feel and open up, whereas a man is still sometimes not looked up it's still sometimes not yeah people still not used to seeing that at times and i still feel like with women when they're with their friends and they're like how are you feeling today a woman would just bear her soul over like a glass of wine or something but a guy they'll be like yeah i'm all right they won't really talk about it deeply even if they're going through something weird even if they're just feeling low and they don't know why they're feeling low they're just feeling really low sometimes they don't really bear it and then it just it just begins to manifest so i guess i wanted to make this project just be about like bearing your soul a bit more and kind of depression's a, a really interesting one too because that that is like one of the last things i think that really has a stigma around it mm. there's a shame in that you know mm. people are ashamed of talking about it. yeah definitely definitely i think it's something people are still you know because it's i guess do people even see it as a as an illness i don't even know that's the thing well I've, there's a lot of just like you know it's just such a, like an americanism to say but the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah sad snap out of it yeah you know? yeah that's the thing so i think yeah i think it's un- i just think it's about b- giving more awareness to that and and but yeah it is it's still kind of seen as it, people just don't want to really talk about it and it's especially in like the western world it's there's so many people that suffer from depression because the, the life is so fast and there's so much stuff they feel a need to do and they feel there's so much pressures. So it should be more talked about and it should be there should be like even more support and, and more awareness about it. Is it harder or easier to tackle a subject like that if it's something that you're sort of dealing with through friends versus having mm. dealt with yourself? I mean, I'm, I'm, me and my mates, I guess we're quite odd in the way that we talk yeah. a lot about a lot of stuff. I guess it... I mean, I felt low, so I guess there has been times I felt kind of low, so I kind of used that. It is quite difficult sometimes to talk about something that you haven't really truly been through, yeah. but you can sympathize with it. The flip side of that, um, especially when people talk about, you know, making music or writing about uh, autobiographical, autobiographical subjects, is that they, they need a distance from it. Yeah. A lot of times people will wait a few years before they, or Control. even longer. i got to imagine depression is a particularly difficult thing to write about if you're yeah. in the throes of it. So perhaps it does give you an opportunity to have an interesting perspective being, being outside of it. When you talk about emotions being central to this project specifically, do you feel like that's something that's just going to define your music going forward? Or is this really kind of self-contained in this ep i think for me I, I i've always wanted to have songs that strike a chord with people and that last like yeah. i'm really into classic songs and, and mm. songs that just last the test of time i think for me songs that always connect with me is songs that are really like honest that make me feel a bit uneasy like to listen mm. to it i feel like it's so raw that I feel a bit uncomfortable listening to it. That it's like touched you in a place. That yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, how did you know? How did yeah, you know yeah. me? Kind of thing. <laughs> and I think I wanted to make, I kind of wanted to make music like that in in some capacity. And I just wanted to, I don't know. I just, it's weird because I didn't even think about like some of the songs like A Prayer and some other, and, and Keep Your Head and, and, and even Blue River when I, when I, when I did it, I didn't really think it was really that like, bearing my bearing my soul i just thought it was just, it was just everybody does it like this and it was only when i started playing it to other people yeah. and they was like oh it's a bit 
it's really honest and really raw. And I'm like, is it? It's just, I didn't really think like it was that, but I guess people saw it as that. And then the more and more we put out the music, then I can understand, I can start to see people's like responses to it. I realize actually this is kind of connecting and it is people, it's, it is kind of talking to people's like subconscious. And it made me more realize, like, I guess, made me kind of visualize my own project a bit more, not just the EP, but just in general that. I kind of feel like I want to do a project that is really just stripping it all back and really bearing my soul, like the good and the bad sides and just talking about things that have always been in my head and all things that I've seen and just kind of, and just bearing it, hopefully that that it will just connect to other people and stuff and make them not feel alone, not feel like they haven't, they're the only one that's gone through that. So I guess it's going to be, yeah, just across the, the whole project. The way you discussed it before, that 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 changes a little bit, but it almost sounded like you're approaching it like a concept record. But now mm. it sounds like you're saying that these themes were something you started realizing after the songs were already recorded. Yeah, some of them. Yeah, I guess it was just a weird moment when I when I wrote the songs, yeah. and then we I let people hear them, and then just their their responses. It's made me realize, oh, maybe these are they are honest because they do what I feel and what I think about, but. I just thought like it's just like other people's songs. It's still, yeah. you know, I didn't really think much, much, much more than that. But it did make me want to make sure I do a record or the the second releases and the ones after that that are that is gonna. The aim is to kind of tell a tell a story with it, and that came from just getting some of the records finished. It kind of made me just have more of a vision for the project. And for the rest of the the songs that are going to be coming out after this, do you think that expressing this in music allows you to be rawer and more honest than you would be otherwise? Yeah, because if, if <laughs> I I've, I think like I'm not a massive like talker, <laughs> even oh, though you're I'm doing talking, great I'm, so far. So I've always found it like easier to kind of talk. I find it music has always been a great way to kind of ex- express. Yeah, and um. So yeah, so I I find it much more yeah, it's just easier to connect and and to express myself through like through songs. But yeah. has it had an effect on you outside of music? Has sort of, sort of tapping into stuff mm. changed your relationship to these subjects? It's made me connect like more with like my spirit, I guess, yeah. in some ways. And it's made me try to remember certain past experiences a bit more and try to I guess understand them a bit more if that makes sense yeah. so like that's what it's kind of done yeah that's what's kind of done for me kind of like in some ways some sort of like internal counseling or something like that so i've talked to some songwriters especially um people who write skeletal structures for music like kind of the old-fashioned way like on a guitar mm. or on a piano and there's this notion that a really good song is one where you can kind of strip away all the production yeah and it's still there so it, whether yeah, or not you 100 play it on record or you're just lady or dude on a corner playing on a guitar that that the, the the skeletal structure of the song is is there i mean that is something that strikes me about about your music it, it's especially compared to other r&b and pop music it's it's pretty minimal yeah i guess we want i mean most of the songs when i write them are like on piano or acapella and i and i did go through a phase of working with like getting a track and writing to a track but then i always just found it it, it took away from the story and took away from like um the rawness of the voice so i think i kind of just was like i kind of want to have it quite stripped back and allow the song and the voice to kind of tell the story rather than the production and that's just kind of there just to kind of paint some more colors and stuff and just bring more of a mood i guess 
I usually, and I usually write songs to keys or guitar, get the song right with keys and guitar, and then add everything else after yeah. just to kind of help tell the story and create like a picture. There are a lot of musicians out there, I think, who prefer to be cryptic, who want to let the song speak for themselves, but also are perfectly fine if the people who listen to it don't understand their meaning. And it sounds like you're not that way at all, that you mm. really have something that you want to express and it's important that the people listening to it yeah. get that idea. I do love, as I said, I think like when I've done, I do love hearing people's own perception yeah. of the songs. I think I find it really interesting. I'd also like to tell the story of the songs and what the songs yeah. mean to me and, and why I wrote it and what it's about. So it kind of, both ways is fine for me, to be honest, because mm -hmm. I, I love hearing other people's perceptions of the songs. At what point did you realize that this was something that you really, really wanted to do in earnest, that you really just wanted to be a full-time musician honestly i probably thought i wouldn't be <laughs> if i'm honest i mean i had a, like a nice i had a, I had a job part-time yeah. job and i was doing like a bit of backing singing as what well were you, as, what was your part-time job um i was working like an art center okay yeah yeah a place called rich mix in like in shoreditch in, in like london that? i loved it there was a lot of creatives like everybody yeah. who worked there was like dancers or actors or, or and singers so everybody there was creative and the whole building was about creativity as well there was we done like theater shows gigs there was weddings there art galleries there was all sorts and you had to work on each event so we like there was so much characters and, and so much um, culture there. You just liked being... I it just wasn't loved the job being so the, much as, fit, as who you were around job, and what you were the around. The job was... Yeah, the job... It was it, a job. It was more... It was yeah. a job, yeah. It was more about yeah, the people and, and the things that I, mm. I got to experience when I was there. Um, and I did music on the side. Um, I, I always dreamed of doing music full-time or having the opportunity to do it, but I didn't know if I ever would yeah. ever do that. But... Um, but it's something, it is something I always thought about since I was a kid, you know. But I just, I guess as time goes on, sometimes you think, is it going to ever come reality and stuff? You're still young. It's, it's, yeah, in, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not like it took that long. But it sounds like it was almost a happy accident that this is something that you can really do full time. Um, I was doing a bit of, I was doing a bit of backing work and I was doing a couple of writing stuff. So it kind of, I guess I was always kind of like bubbling on the corner, I yeah. guess. And then it took kind of, I guess, doing some working for other artists and doing backing for them, which made me seeing them living their, in their purpose, I guess, mm -hmm. and living their dream. And, and I loved being a part of it, but it made me more be like, I kind of want to tell my story now and do my own thing. And I think that kind of pushed me more to stop being like the little bubbly in the corner, try to get yeah. more into the, into the center of it. So, yeah. You come from a creative family. Yeah. Everybody's kind of like, they draw and paint and stuff. Nobody's sings or sure. not good in the way <laughs> nobody nobody sings but even if you don't have any musicians in your family yeah. it's useful to have people who like understand the yeah they, yeah things. they all they all like my brothers and my sister all creatives and and they also they love music as well yeah. so that's that's like they're always playing a bunch of different styles of music so that's always that's always nice so yeah so no one ever told you this was a crazy dream no 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 <laughs> nobody told me it was just only one day i was just like with my brothers in the in the kitchen and then i, I can't remember why i sang something and they was like oh you can because they didn't know i could sing and i was like oh you can wait, sing wait 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 how long ago was that <laughs> that was like i must have been i was in primary school so i must have been about maybe eight or okay so it's not like 
two months ago than no, I was. Okay. No. <laughs> like, Imagine that. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I've heard stories like that, like people who really kind of keep that sort of thing a, a secret. Cause, oh, wow. Like the idea of sharing too much emotion. Like, even if you have the talent, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Talk about the rawness of putting emotion on record that just like singing in yeah. front of somebody. It's really exposed. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like that wasn't something that you were ever afraid to do necessarily. Mm. No. <laughs> um, Was it in front of strangers when it, it yeah, really got sometimes, tough? I mean, yeah. even even now sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes you do feel you get a bit like self-conscious because you are just standing there like you're singing, you know, and you're, and you're so bearing at yourself. So sometimes it can be, mm. it can be a bit, You sometimes you realize it which is quite scary because sometimes you don't, but it's sometimes you're like, actually, I'm singing in front of people. Then you start overthinking it and stuff. Then you become very self-conscious. So like, I think I think most singers feel that way from time to time anyway, no matter how long they've been in the in the game. And I talk to people who are in bands about this a lot, the difference between being a solo artist and being in a band. Mm. This is especially the case with you because you're also writing these songs and also, you know, as we said on record, and I assume this translates to live, that things are relatively minimal you don't have a lot of stuff to fall nothing back to hide there's nothing to hide behind. <laughs> if something goes wrong it's probably your fault <laughs> you know? yeah no it is yeah it's it's true i guess yeah it's really it's really really exposed but like for me personally it's, it's the only way for me i'm gonna really be able to i guess be the artist i want to be yeah I, I think it just has to be because i've tried to have you know, like too much a lot of more production and I just don't get the goosebumps. I or don't be like MF Doom, just walk yeah. out with a, a mask <laughs> on stage. <laughs> I might tell my manager that. I might do that next next gig. But um, yeah, I guess it it just feels some for some reason it just feels right to do it. Like it is a, I mean I have to be real. Sometimes I, it is a bit can be a bit scary because I'm like, wow, I'm really bearing a lot here and it's and exposing myself. I don't know why it just feels like it's the way it's supposed to be and it changes once it's out in the world and you start getting that feedback it's like yeah. oh yeah I'm, i might be onto something here yeah that was that was a scary process <laughs> today <laughs> i released it? yeah because you just don't know what people are gonna think yeah. of it and then you and then you get um you get anxiety over it and then you're like people are gonna like it they're not gonna like it but then after it's released and then you, but then once once it is properly released then you're kind of you're like, okay, what's the next? Yeah. You're like, you're kind of quite, like, I'm now really excited about the music that I've got yeah. coming out and the songs that I've got written because it's like, it's like, so you get so scared of the unknown, but then once you've done it, you're like, oh, it wasn't as it's bad a, as it's I It's a drug. Yeah. A you, bit, get yeah. you get yeah. high on, on, on that, <laughs> on like, the feedback. Yeah. And, you can't and wait the release. And just, and just the, con- also just the connection. I think yeah. that's such an important thing. Like, connecting to people through music, you know, it's, it's, it's such a powerful thing. And, and for me, I think, like, just hearing the, seeing people's messages and, and it's just like the song's done its job, mm-hmm. you know, when it, when it makes somebody feel the way it's done its job. And that's, as an artist, as a, as a writer, that's all you really, want to do is connect with, with people yeah. make them feel some sort of emotion through the song how did you get here i mean how did you go from you know that that kid who was kind of embarrassed to play music to again that 
this this EP just came out. Yeah, this buzz like you're working with guys like this, like Lewis <laughs> over here. Like it's funny when you came in, you had like a posse. They were like, they were, like, like you like sometimes artists will come in, it'll be just like them, like in off yeah. the street, and with you, they were like, look, there's like four people, like it's a whole a bunch of people here. So yeah, like, you've yeah, already yeah. got the structure in place. Like how did that come together so quickly? Um, definitely wasn't. It wasn't that quick. <laughs> okay. It took it took time. Sure. I mean, when you're inside of it, it feels like a long time. But yeah, but yeah. for it to be like this, all of this sort of coalescing around the first EP. Yeah. That's pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because like for me, it's been such a, a process, like a, a, a journey, like a great journey, like good and the bad things happen. It's always, it's always learning. But um, like I feel thankful for the team I have around me because they've really been supportive and allowed me to kind of take my time and, and shape a vision and still actually growing on that vision. So I feel like really, really, really lucky. So, so you started recording just f- for yourself. Yeah. And then you, what, did you put it out on the internet? I didn't because I was too, <laughs> I was too um fussy. So how did people find <laughs> out about you? Well, what happened is that it got picked up by Annie Mac. Okay. Like, so I, I recorded What A Difference because I loved the song. And then through a friend, Annie Mac got the song yeah. and she played it. And then through that, I guess interest started to bubble. But I never, I had that recorded quite a few years ago mm-hmm. and I was just like, it's not finished. And I still didn't feel like it was finished. Mm-hmm. But then it got playing and then it actually sounded all right on the radio. And I was like, oh, maybe it is finished. But um, I think that was just the start of people getting interested and trying to find a like, yeah. who is who is junior and stuff like that. Are you a perfectionist when it comes to your tracks? Sometimes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I find it very hard to sometimes to, to be like, it's done. You know, I always want to do another vocal <laughs> or take something out. I don't know, sometimes you just, you over, with this EP in particular yeah. as well, I, 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 I did over and over 40 and was like, it doesn't feel ready. And it's, it's a, because they're like your babies, isn't it? You want it to be like, mm-hmm ready for people to hear them in the best way they probably hear them so but i'm learning to kind of more let go yeah of a song <laughs> well it's interesting that the song got to her and then you that gave you an opportunity to go back and listen to it and realize like oh like that's yeah. enough and maybe yeah. you know maybe this minimalist approach is actually doing a service to the song yeah no definitely definitely i think that's as i said even that it's all been learning curves because that was like because i was going to add violins yeah. and <laughs> and more drums and Gospel and, choir. And gospel and choir. The... He was actually going to add a gospel choir to it. We're actually going. Oh, I was he joking. He was actually going to add a know. choir, like a, a twelve-piece choir to you're it. You're going to be touring like the polyphonic screen, <laughs> or like a, you're going to be like a ska band next time you come around. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of cool that it got played the way it was. Yeah. And it and it kind of and and it got and it worked and it sounded it sounded strong on the radio and that was quite like wow actually maybe yeah maybe less is more in regards to what I'm doing so. I'm trying to keep maintaining that, yeah, and to see see if it still keeps working. I guess. You said, you know, mentally that you're already kind of on to, like, thinking about the next project. Mm. Do these sorts of production choices, do you, do you think they carry over? I mean, some of the, it is still quite stripped back. I yeah. think there is one song that has a bit more production, a bit more heavy drums, mm-hmm. just regards to the story and, and how I want it to, to, to um, from where we start to this next EP, it's, it's a story. So I kind of wanted this one, this track to be just a tiny bit more aggressive with the mm-hmm. production because of the subject matter of, of that song. And so it just, from keep your head to this one, it's going to really, it's going to tell a little story there. So, um, but most of the other songs, they are still quite stripped back and focused on like the voice and the harmonies and the, and the story of, and the lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. That was Junior Williams. His EP, Where We Start, is out now on Insanity Records, thanks to him. As I mentioned during the conversation, oftentimes we'll interview uh, some folks who've been around the block a few times, so it's nice catching up with somebody who's new to the industry, and I think very fitting that this came right after an interview with Bruce Hornby on the show. Thanks so much to him. Thanks to you guys, as always, for listening to the program. If you like the show, there are a number of ways to support us. You can rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or on Spotify, YouTube Now. If you have any feedback, it's rwellcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Tumblr, that's rylcast.tumblr.com. That is the first and best place to get over RIYL related information. And that's about all we got for this week, so stick around because we're going to be back in a few days with another episode of RIYL. 